Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Always appreciate the time that uh, prospective Penn State football players give us and uh, committed players that come back on the show. And today we have London Montgomery. Uh, he is a Nittany Line commit. He signed with Penn State in December of 2022. Uh, we're going to talk to him about his journey through his final year in high school and uh, the trials and tribulations that he has seen since then. So let's get to it. It's the BWI Daily Edition. Welcome to the BWI Daily Edition. I'm your host, Thomas Frank Carr. The last time London was on the show here, he was prospective Penn State commit. He was a, pers- a prospect that Penn State was pursuing. Now officially a Nittany Lion London. What was that moment like for you? How was December? How, how was that whole process for you? Um, It's just signing uh, a dream come true, really. Um, I mean, I worked my butt off for it. Uh, everybody around me that helped me, I mean, I appreciate them. So they got me where I wanted to be. So I just need to finish out and um, get there. We were we were talking before we started the show. London's in the final couple months of his senior season. He's like, "Yeah, I'm 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 riding it out. Got to finish strong." And I'm like, "Riding it out. Got to finish strong." I'd be riding it out, but uh, uh, you're you're finishing strong, is what you said, right? Yes, sir. Uh, so first off, I want to ask, how are you doing right now? Um, you know, if for Penn State fans that follow. Uh, recruiting closely, they'll know about your injury. We can get to that in a, just a second, but I want to ask first and foremost, how are you doing right now? Um, I'm doing real good. Um, I'm progressing really fast. Um, at this at this point, I think I'm five months from my surgery, so I'm starting to jog already. I'm doing agility ladders. Um, I'm just ramping up my PT. So um, I think um, in month six or seven, I can start doing some doing some real good stuff in there. So for those that don't know, you tore your ACL before your senior mm-hmm. season. Um, and, and it sounds like you just said the recovery process is uh, is going well so far. But uh, if you don't mind, not to bring you back to a bad moment right. to start off the show, but what was that moment like for you? And could you describe it if you feel comfortable? Um, I just, I felt empty when I found out that, uh, you know, I tore my ACL because I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't expect that to happen to me. And it, it can happen to anyone, so... Um... I was just uh, like so heartbroken from it, you know. Um, I just looked past it, can't look back in the future, and I uh, got my mental right first and foremost. And then uh, as of now, I'm working on my physical. So, you know, I took it as it is, and I just worked from it. So did did you know, like in that moment, did you know that it had happened? Cause I, or did you have to kind of wait and then find out? Um, I knew, but I didn't want to believe it. Because <laughs> so, when I actually did it, I felt the pop. I got up, I started jogging, and I was jogging weird, but I was still jogging. And then it started to swell up a little bit. It didn't swell like a normal one would, but uh, it still swell up, swell up. And I was just thinking, like, I, I don't want to believe it, but I know something's definitely not right. And, I mean, I'm going to be out for a while. So I was just waiting. Um, you know, my nerves were real high to hear back from the doctor. And, unfortunately, that's what it was. I tore up my ACL. What... Um... 
what sort of emotions did you go through? Because you, you you mentioned you said like you felt kind of empty inside and probably numb to the the shock yeah. of it. But when that wore off, what sort of emotions did you go through? Because you mentioned got to get your mental right. So what was that internal process like? Um, the mental part of it that I took myself through, and my dad helped me with this. He kept on reassuring me that I'm I'm gonna be the baddest player out on the field when I get better and everything. Um. Uh, just hanging around my friends more often, um, you know, telling myself that I'm going to be better than I, than, than I was previously. Um, you know, just, you know, I mean, having all, a whole bunch of people tell me that I'm going to be okay, then uh, they just reassured me, and that's what I needed. So you you seem like the perfect case study for this, but we, we always talk about in moments and trials of uh, silver linings, growth moments. Do you, do you feel like this was that? For you do you feel like that is this is going to be something that is going to make you better and stronger and all those things from a mental perspective and then hopefully eventually from a physical one i mean yeah they're just um i mean it just got i got the acl throwing at me so i mean it just is going to help me practice adversity um you know nothing's going to take me down easily so that's just building me up get me more tough mentally you know um getting uh stronger physically so you know they're just uh all this reassurance with my uh, my parents and everything and everyone, and uh, you know, just working out that just built me up, and get me back stronger. Uh, you mentioned your dad uh, was a big part of, of this process. Was there anybody else that you were leaning on, or, or what was he doing that was um, helping you through this in, in a way that that got you to where you seem like you're in a really good spot right now? Um, yeah, it's just my dad and my family, my coach, my head coach from um, uh, my school, all my friends. And, you know, they just, they just, you know, made me laugh because, I mean, I'm, I'm a funny guy, I think. Uh, that's my opinion. But uh, my dad makes me laugh. Me and him are, like, best friends. So, you know, whenever he's around, uh, I got a smile on my face and uh, along with my friends and my family. So, you know, when this, uh, I'm not, there wasn't much time to sit and dwell on my thoughts. I appreciate you saying it that way because for the longest time, London, I thought I was a funny guy. And I do think you're a funny guy, by the way. But uh, I've, my wife told me recently, you're not funny. You're just fun to be around. And she's right. Like that there is a clear difference between being funny and fun to be around. So, uh, but it's good that you, you keep all those perspectives throughout all of this. Um, how did Penn State react when they heard the news, and what were those conversations like with your future coaches? Um, you know, they were obviously devastated. You know, they don't ever want to hear that one of their commits tore their ACL before they even got there. So, you know, I mean, they just got my got my back. They just they said um, like they got my back that uh, they'll help me through it all. I mean, I got my surgery done by them, so I mean, you know, they're they're hundred percent with me with this and on going on. So when I get down there, they're going to be uh, going through it with me. And uh, I think that's what I needed when they corralled around me like that, all the staff um, that just, that just made me feel, made me feel real good. So I know that they, uh, they still care about me and everything and they, they always have. So, you know, there's, there's some real good people over there. Uh, you, you mentioned you're five months from your surgery. Uh, you're always coming from lifting, right? When we're talking, not surprisingly. So getting from lifting, what were, what are you able to do? Uh, can you go over it again? Cause I know you mentioned some of those things, but um, can you go through the progression of what you have been able to do and, and what you're looking forward to doing in the near future? Um, so my schedule is I go to school and then I go right to PT when I do uh, like um, I work more on my, like my balance stuff, my foot strength, uh, 
my quad strength, um, just getting my knee straighter. And uh, when I go to lifting, um, I'm do usually doing upper body, but I just started lifting legs, but I'm not going to do it as much because I, you know, I can't do a lot of weight, but I just need to get the swelling down a little bit. Then I'm going to go, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to go at it. And in the future, um, and I think in a month or so, I want my legs to be back where they were because we're getting there. Uh, I want my upper body to be where they are. And now, you know, I just, I just want to be back. What's your, do you have a goal date in mind or do you have a thing that is in mind when you know you'll be back? Um, I don't really want to set a timeline for myself because, you know, I mean, if I, if I say I want to be back in what, four months and I'm not there yet, uh, I don't want to be upset by that. So I'm just taking it easy, setting goals for myself and as a PT. So maybe I want to get a certain range or something. That just makes me feel good about myself when I'm not playing sports. I love to get, a, uh, you know, achievements and stuff. So setting goals for myself and PT is really going to help me get to where I want to be. Uh, do you, how involved were you with your, your team after the, the incident? Because I know that that's a long season and you're used to being right in the thick of things. How did you, uh, I guess, respond in, in a way with your teammates and, and how involved were you with your team this year? Um, I was real involved. I told my team just because I'm not, I'm not playing doesn't mean I'm not a part of the team. So, you know, I just, I stuck with them. I went to practices, every single practice. Um, you know, even when it was cold, I just put two extra jackets on. I went, um, I went to every, I might not have went to every game because of my surgery, but I, I tried to get to as many games as possible, most of them. And I just, you know, I was just being a leader. I mean, even when I'm not playing. So I tried to be a leader. Uh, I still have kids look up to me. Um, and then just teach some things like teach your running backs, uh, what to do, teach the D backs, a couple of things I know, and, you know, just help the team out. Cause you know, I'm still part of the team and I love those guys. And we, we talked to PJ Mustafer before the start of the Penn State football season, he was in a similar situation to the one you're in. And he, he said he drew inspiration from other guys that came through a similar injury. And, you know, he obviously has a, a, a pretty compressed timeline given his situation very different than yours, but is there anybody you drew inspiration from? Is there any sort of uh, conversation or player that maybe was in a similar position to you that you were able to take solace or advice from? Um, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, not many players I have talked about, but I, I've talked to Tamir Robinson cause he did tear his ACL. Uh, so he knows what it's going, like what it's like going through that. So, you know, I just listened to him. He told me what to do and everything. Um, my teammate on uh, my team tore his ACL, so he knows how it is. So, you know, I just took mental notes from what they were telling me to do and everything. So I mean, they kind of took me through it. I know, I know Saquon tore his ACL a couple of times, Odell. So I just looked up to those guys, and they're doing real good right now. Uh, so Scranton Prep graduates in June. Do you plan on moving into moving up to Penn State then, or uh, what's your timeline for arriving in Happy Valley? Um, I'm going, I'm not graduating from my school. Like I'm, I'm going to be at Penn State by then. So I think in, okay. um, uh, May, May or so I should be there down there. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll come back to graduate and everything, but I'm going to be down in, in May. Gotcha. So, uh, what are you looking forward to? What's the, the next chapter for you that you're excited about? What are you looking forward to? Um, I just think this is a fresh start. I don't I don't think I have to prove anything to anybody because I think I'm the same person. But, you know, I definitely want to show everyone that I still am the same person that I was. And then I'm going to work my work my butt off to prove that um, to show everyone that I'm I'm I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm me. So, you know, and uh, I'm just going to stick around my teammates. Uh, 
stick around a couple older guys so they teach me a few things and everything. But, you know, I just want to get close with the team and everything. Um, just won some games with them. You were up in uh, for a lot of games this fall. Obviously, the, the mm -hmm. injury kind of frees up some some weekends. What was that process like, and and how close do you feel like you got uh, during that time, or were you able to, given you know the the visits were a lot during football games when it's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Um, you know when I go to the games and everything, I just soak it, and even though like uh, I watch the run out every time I go and everything, you know I still get the chills from it. Um, you know, but I just soak it all in because, you know, I'll be there in a couple of months. So it's not like I was a recruit going into it. So, you know, when I go in the locker room and I see all the players dancing and I have a good time, but they get serious and they, they say move on. And so I'm just soaking it all in. So I'll know what to look for next year. I go in the running backs room. I do the lawn boys and we slide and everything. So, you know, I'm just that makes me feel good and everything that, you know, I'm getting closer with the guys and everything. I'll talk text a couple players after the game, like Nick and K-Tron, tell them I had uh, a good game. And, um, you know, getting close with the coaches too. How is that? So that seems like a really unique place for you to be where you're, you're not on the team yet, but you have this close contact with, and you're in, for, in, in the room for a lot of really important moments or you're there for a lot of different things. How how do they embrace you and the other recruits that are around? And how do you kind of maneuver through that environment of, you know, you're still in high school, but you are very much a, a part of these moments? Um, You know, when I go there, I mean, we go in the running back room and um, I mean, they just go through it like it's a normal, normal day and uh, go and watch and film. So they, you know, they'll say uh, do, do do a play or something, and then they'll do the reads on the linemen and then the linebackers and stuff. And uh, Coach Sider asks me if I see that, and I mean, he makes me a part of it actually. So you know, they're just uh, you know slowly bringing us in, uh, you know, getting getting us closer with them. So you know, I'm 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 real excited that they're doing that with us because it makes me feel a part already. We're talking with Lena Montgomery, Penn State uh, player in the class of 2023. Uh, running back who is, uh, you know, a dynamic football player on the field and a dynamic interview here on the BWI Daily Edition. If you want to see more of this stuff, like the video, subscribe to Blue White Illustrated here on YouTube. You can check out our previous uh, conversation, which we talked last spring. Get to know London a little bit. We, we got into some fun stuff at the end of the video. So make sure you check that out. And again, subscribe here and at bluewhiteillustrated.com to get all kinds of insight and information. We are recording this Tuesday night. Penn State just had a huge uh, day of media where we got to meet with some players and coaches so check all that stuff out bluewhiteillustrated.com there's plenty of content that's going to be coming out this week for that london i want to talk about something that happened uh in december penn state add another running back to the class of 2023 with cam wallace what was that conversation like with coach Sider? Did, did you guys discuss it and did they talk to you about it before uh he committed to penn state well, yeah, we talked about it. I'm not surprised because we're real light on running back. So, um, you know, I expected them to take another running back. And, you know, I welcomed Cam with open arms. And I'm pretty sure Coach Sider did too. And, and Nick did and Katron did. So, you know, um, I, I'm happy because we got another running back uh, who could help the team out. So, um, me and uh, Coach Sider did talk about it. He explained that we need to get another running back. It's not because he got hurt or anything. It's just we need one, another one because we're light. You know, are we going? compete and we'll both play all of us will play and we'll be all right how did um 
Uh, have you had a chance to talk to to Cam? Have you guys uh, discussed being in the same group together? Oh yeah, I've talked to him about it uh, plenty of times. Um, you know, we're just excited to get in there and work with a uh, future NFL players. So, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, we're just real excited to work with nigga Katron, and I'm excited to work with him. And uh, he can teach me some things I don't know, and I can maybe teach some things he don't know. And uh, we'll both just work our butts off going into the season. And we talked about this last time where, where you said one of the things you were looking for in, in a program is you didn't want uh, bad vibes, essentially. You didn't want to be with selfish players. You wanted to have a good environment. How much did that level of trust that you have in Penn State when they talked about adding another running back plus the way teams use running backs, how much did that kind of ease your mind in those situations? Or was it not even about any of that to you? Um. I mean, with them adding another running back, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't phased by it. And I mean, like I said, I was just, uh, you know, welcoming, uh, welcoming him with open arms and everything. So, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What um, was your, what are your thoughts on the season Penn State just had? You mentioned Nick Singleton, future NFL players. You must have been pretty excited watching some of the success they had this past year, right? Oh, I mean, I loved watching Nick and Katron and all the other players. Um, you know, when I watched the first game against Purdue, <laughs> I was screaming at my TV because I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew he was going to pull through. But, um, you know, just watching them play each week and how hard they fought and everything, you know, that just really gets me excited for going into the season because, you know, I want to be out there playing with them. How is uh, how is your, your final season uh, or sorry, your final year in high school going in terms of academics. I know we joked about it earlier, but but how through all of this stuff that you've got a lot to deal with on top of just school. So how were you able to focus on school and all that stuff, given what's going on in your life? Um, you know, I just I just make that my priority. So um, you know, I was sick for a few uh, for a few weeks, but I got back in school and then I started studying. Um. Wow, I've been studying, but, you know, I just made that my priority. I come home, uh, I ice my knee, I do my homework, I study for 15 minutes, and then uh, go to PT and then go to lifting. We're here with Lennon Montgomery. Just a few more questions for you, Lennon. I want to, don't want to take too much of your time tonight, but uh, one of the things I've been fascinated in, in a different area watching Penn State and, and the program is, you know, players come up for camps, and they can get individual instruction from coaches during those camps, you know, uh, instructionally and, and working on some things when, when you're in contact and you're having conversations with, with coach cider and, you know, with the guys you mentioned and being in the film room, how much do you feel like that maybe has advanced your understanding of football and how much is that an advantage to commit when you did and have this time to like really integrate and, and be a part of the team? Like we talked. Well, it's a whole different ball game. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, some players just, get told to get the ball and run. So, you know, I only got taught to like read the uh, first D lineman and read off of him. But, you know, when I'm in the running back room, they're talking about reading the whole coverages and watching, you know, the linebackers, seeing if they're blitzing or not, what steps you got to take, how slow, how fast. So, you know, just a lot that goes into it. And, you know, I kept my eye on it. Uh, I've been doing some research on it, actually. I've been watching Saquon and Christian McCaffrey, and uh, they do the same things. Is that – exciting intimidating how do, how do you feel when like you kind of get a glimpse into the the next level of the mental side of things which is I, I think something that a lot of people maybe don't think about when they think about football especially a running back yeah 
Um, you know, I mean, I'm not intimidated by it. Uh, all I got to do is just take time to learn. Um, you know, I got to ask questions and everything, do my part as, you know, as a you know, running back in the running back room, you know, asking questions, uh, you know, like I said, studying and, you know, implementing it on the field. And I think I'll be all right. London, I love talking to you. I'm glad that you're you're in a good frame of mind. Uh, and thank you for your time tonight. Anything that I should have asked you that I didn't? Anything on your mind you want to talk about? Um, no, I'm all right. I got, I got one. How, how are you feeling about the Eagles being in the Super Bowl? Miles Sanders, former Penn State running back, playing a big part of that. I know you're a Giants fan, so yeah. how's your heart? Like, what, what's going on inside of you about that? Oh, I like I like uh, Miles Sanders, but I don't like the Eagles. They beat us three <laughs> times in a row. Eagles, somebody take this jer- Eagles jersey down in my room. I got a whole bunch of jerseys. Eagles one is coming down. I'm putting another one up. <laughs> uh, listen, uh, loyalty and, and and things like that they they run too deep. You you can't break it. And I I totally get that. Appreciate you coming on, London. Thanks so oh, much. Of course. Hey, we're going to have our mailbag show coming up tomorrow, so make sure you subscribe to Blue White Illustrated, uh, bluewhiteillustrated.com. You can leave uh, on the Lions End message form. We'll have the this mailbag submission thread. Uh, you can also leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and uh, leave your question in the comment so that we get that as well. We'll absolutely play those on uh, the show. Thanks again to London for coming on the BWI Daily Edition. We will be back tomorrow. We'll talk to you then.